You are listening to the Willpower Podcast. Welcome to the show. I am Will Holdren, and I talk with some of the most influential CEOs, entrepreneurial leaders, and thought leaders to try and reveal the secrets that has led to their success. I believe that with the right knowledge and mindset, you can do anything you set your mind to. So if you want to learn how to change your life for the better, if you want to learn how millionaires actually became wealthy, or if you want to develop and start your own business from the ground up with the right knowledge to help you, then you are in the right place because this is the Willpower Podcast. Attention, self-employed professionals and business owners. Are rising healthcare costs weighing you down? Well, it's time to make a change. Introducing Impact Healthcare, your path to savings. With us, you can save up to 50% on your monthly healthcare expenses. Our flexible plans are designed to fit your needs, and our usually friendly app puts healthcare in the palm of your hand. Join the thousands who have already made the switch to Impact Healthcare and take control of your healthcare costs today. If you're interested, click the link in the bio of this episode and give yourself a free quote to see for yourself the amazing savings that you can get with Impact Healthcare. Hey. No way that we go is a one-way street. Nothing that we love is a one-day key. And if we gon' do it, we gon' do this now. And if we say we gonna, we gon' hold this down. How's it going, everyone? My name is Will Holdren. I am the host of the Will Power Podcast. Today, we have an excellent guest. I'm very honored to have him on here with us. His name is Michael Hudson, and Michael is actually a video content specialist. And on top of that, he's a founder of Hudson Media, and he really helps take brands and helps them develop breathtaking content and videos to take their brand to the next level. So that being said, Michael, thank you so much for joining me today. Hey, Will, dude. Pleasure to be here. Uh, I know that uh, we've been trying to connect for a little bit, but yeah, happy to be here, my man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I appreciate it. Well, it's all good. It's all good. I was just talking earlier from Portland, Oregon, so I'm glad we could just figure something out. So yeah, way out there. I'm East Coast, you're West Coast, but we made it work at the end of the day. Um, yes, so sir. to start off, I kind of want to go into your childhood a little bit. So talk about your childhood. What was it like and how has it helped turn you into who you are today? Yeah, man. I mean, that that's a really good question, dude. So like, uh, basically grew up uh, on the West Coast, was born in Southern California. Um, I was kind of a Navy brat because my dad was in the Navy. So we moved around a lot from South Carolina to various parts of California. We finally settled in the state of Washington, um, specifically uh, a city called Everett, uh, which is about 30 minutes north of Seattle. So basically spent a lot of my life there. And, you know, grew up loving the game of basketball, man. You know, my dream was to go to NBA. That was like my goal right there. Right. And, you know, I was the type that like carried my basketball wherever I went to school, slept with it, just uh, totally obsessed with the game. Um, So I was, you know, blessed to be able to play a majority of my life up until college where, um, you know, I just knew it wasn't going to pan out. You know, I'm six, I'm like six feet, six foot one. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, you know, my game was kind of like catered towards, you know, like kind of like a six, 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 seven guy. I wasn't really a point guard. I was like a shooting guard. So I, I knew real quick, um, you know, it wasn't in the cards for me. Um, so, you know, still went to college, uh, learned a lot, met a lot of people and the second to the last year I discovered acting. So I hit the, I just caught the acting bug oh, and, wow. you know, I was, I was basically just like, Hey, you know what? Once I graduate college, I'm going to pack all my stuff, move down to Hollywood and uh, try to become an actor, try to be the next Denzel man. Um, so yeah, that's exactly what I did. Once I graduated, packed everything in my truck, uh, went down to California, um, got my own place, and I was on my own for the next four to five years. So um, I was I went on 
thousands of auditions. Um, and, you know, I learned real quick how to embrace uh, failure and, and, and lessons and things like that. Uh, but yeah, I was blessed to be on, you know, various productions, TV shows, uh, plays, a uh, couple uh, independent films, uh, things of that nature. And uh, yeah, it got to the point where I was like, you know what, I want to do something different. I want to, uh, you know, uh, enter a new chapter in my life. Sure. So kind of at the, at the same time, I met my wife. She's from San Diego. Uh, so we we basically packed everything, moved back here to Washington State, uh, where I opened up a um, commercial mortgage uh, agency uh, with my dad. Uh, so we're basically helping businesses get funding uh, for their businesses. So I did that for the next like five or six years. And oh. during that time, I, you know, that's kind of when I discovered content creation. So at the same time, I was studying my YouTube channel. I was doing marketing for uh, the company. And then, um, you know, um, as I continued to grow, grow in that craft, um, I was recruited by an insurance company to basically handle all their content creation and marketing uh, for social media. So I was doing that for two years. And then it got to the point where I was like, you know what, I, I think I can do this on my own. I think there's a need still. There's still a lot of businesses who are going all in on social media, and I think I can help them. Um, so I basically turned in my two weeks and, and started uh, Hudson Media. So I've been doing that for about 18 months now, and and the rest is history. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's a super cool backstory, kind of how you got to where oh, you thanks, are today. Man. And uh, sure. a couple of things. So I actually went to college for basketball as well. And then after two years, I was like, man, you know, I'm 5'11", not really at the six level yeah. as much Where'd as you I go? stretch it. I what go to, you go to? A, a D3 school. It's called a, a oh, Okay. Town. Yeah. Oh, nice. I tried okay. it though. So I was like, at the end of yeah. the day, I was like, man, why am I waking up at 6 a.m. for these practices? Man, I, <laughs> I switched over to yeah, golf. So I'm, I'm doing golf now at, a, at college. Oh, dude, we got to play, bro. We got to yeah. play. I love golf. Yeah. Uh, for sure. For sure. But I can yeah. definitely tell yeah. where you're at with the whole basketball thing. Like, man, it's just, yeah. it's just not worth it at this point. Um, totally, man. yeah. So after college, you said you went back to Hollywood, kind of live on your own for a couple of years, trying the whole actor thing. And that to me is crazy because obviously you're going against like your whole major, right? You're switching everything up, living on your own by Hollywood. Mm -hmm. I mean, what was those couple of years like, kind of like growing up real quick, obviously doing that kind of stuff. And <sighs> yeah, like, yeah. Like money wise, just going through that. Yeah. It, it wasn't easy, man. I mean, it was one of those things where it's like your, your dream is so powerful that you're going to do whatever it takes. Right. So yeah. as soon as I get there, you know, luckily I had some family down there um, that I was able to stay with in the beginning um, until I found like my permanent place um, in LA. And, and, you know, it's, it's about, you know, you're living like those five years, you're living like the, the starving actor life. Right. So, so you're wor working odd jobs. You know, I was a waiter uh, for, for a long bit and, um, you know, I, I'm glad. I'm glad I went through those times though, because it really helped me learn about life in general. And I always tell people like those four to five years I lived in LA, I learned way more than the four years I learned in college, dude. Like oh, yeah. it was just yeah. being able to learn, learning how to network, learning to communicate with people, learning to, um, you know, budget things like that. Being on your own, it, yeah. it was just it, it was it was tough. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, there was some times where I was just like, "Dude, what am I doing? I should just move back home and be comfortable." But again, like I said, you know, that when you have that dream, like you you just continue to just keep pushing and and ignore yeah. ignore the noise. No doubt. And while you're young, man, you just got so much time. Like you can take those risks. You know what I mean? And see like what you actually like, what you don't like. And obviously, it's like after those five years, it wasn't for you, which is it's awesome. Like you tried it out, right? I mean, you took that chance yeah. and went for it and just kind of decided to go a different, different route with it. Um, yeah, totally, man. Yeah. And then you went to the video content stage. And I love that because 
so many business owners I feel like that are now trying to develop into the social media space or video content space. They're just older people. You know what I mean? They just don't get the sole social media aspect of how YouTube actually yeah. works, how TikTok reels work, none of that stuff. So I still feel like if people dive into that space and really take it seriously, then there's such a huge niche for that mm -hmm. business opportunity. You can go to so many businesses and really just help them out, which obviously you've seen since you've went um, on your own for your whole Hudson Media Group, which is awesome, mm -hmm. right? So um, since you've been kind of on your own, how's that been going for you so far? And kind of like, what are you doing to generate clients? And um, yeah, just talk about that experience a little bit. Yeah, man. So like, you know, it kind of it helped that I had experience beforehand, right? So I was, you know, starting a YouTube channel on my own and I learned a lot um, from just, you know, uh, doing stuff and failing, you know, trial and error, uh, things of that nature. Um, you know, and I learned a lot from, I don't know if you ever heard of Think Media. They're pretty big on YouTube. They're, they're basically teach a lot of entrepreneurs how to leverage YouTube. So I learned, you know, a lot of my teaching from that. And again, just kind of trial and error. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like I said, when I was doing the corporate nine to five thing, um, I just felt like I could do more with what I'm doing, but had like the time freedom, financial freedom, things like that. Um, so yeah, it, it was one of those things where I created a ton of relationships with uh, the mortgage company that I was doing before with my dad. Um, and so coincidentally, when I was starting this, starting Hudson Media, these people needed, they wanted to go on, all in on social media. So it was pretty easy to get like three to four clients, like right off the bat. And then from there, it kind of just compounded, you know, word of mouth, um, getting like warm referrals, and then also uh, just attending, you know, a lot of networking events and just meeting new people and just being like, hey, um, you know, this is what I'm doing. And at the same time, caring about the relationship. I think a lot of business owners don't really take that into consideration is like, it's not bad to be friends with your clients or future clients, you know, really caring about their goals and their dream, just helping them get there. So um, yeah, I, I think that's, that's one of the things that I really kind of pride myself on is, is just really genuinely care about people and the relationship. And then at the same time, being able to care for them as, as clients. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. And that's really the matter of fact for like every business you want to go into, like you got to have that in-depth relationship and relationships are going to lead you to other people you didn't know that can potentially become mm -hmm. clients. So it's not necessarily pushing them as a customer, like right out of the gate, you know what I mean? It's just building that up. And over time, if it happens, it happens, it doesn't, it doesn't, but they can still refer you to other people along the way um, yeah. that can also benefit your business. So there's a lot of benefits and I always love just saying it, but your network is your net worth. Right. And it's just oh, so true. Absolutely. Every business owner I talk to, they just say the same exact thing. Like relationships are key, right? So no matter what you got to do is get your foot in the door and just meet as many people as you possibly can because you never know what the opportunities are really going to lead to. Um, Amen. Amen, brother. That's it. And so with your media group, what services do you primarily do for these companies? Like you guys primarily do like YouTube. Do you guys also go to TikTok, like Instagram? What do you guys primarily do for these companies? Yeah. So, you know, basically our, our mission is to basically make you look like superstars online. So not just, you know, looking good, like in a vein matter, like looking good on, yeah. on camera, but also uh, looking good in being authority in your industry. And so we handle every part of the content creation process. So uh, from helping generate um, content, you know, scripting the content, filming it, editing it, and then posting it online. Um, and so that we kind of handle, we kind of, see ourselves as like a one-stop shop as far as uh, creating the content. Uh, so, so a majority of our clients right now are uh, stem from the real estate industry. So from agents to investors uh, to construction. Um, and so those are kind of the, the clients that we, we serve right now, but obviously we're open to any type of business that just wants to get known. 
Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. I, I definitely can see real estate agents as well because they're their own brand yeah. in the day. And a lot of them also don't have the social media skills to kind of put themselves out there. And that's all about personal branding. So obviously you guys come in big when it comes to personal branding for those real estate agents. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And so what are some of the best practices that are out there? Because I know a lot of people that want to start their own business, they want to kind of get a little bit of social media out there for themselves without necessarily hiring like a whole video production team. So for the people that are kind of out there in that realm, like what would you recommend for them to be on and what are kind of best practices for, for different platforms like YouTube, for instance, or Instagram mm -hmm. or TikTok or anything that you've personally seen um, in those realms? Yeah, I mean, I would say first and foremost, like decide why you want to do it, right? Um, I mean, do you want to leverage social media to become famous? Do you want to leverage social media to generate more business or meet new people? Um, there's there's not wrong or right, you know. My clients kind of stem from each of those goals, so it really just depends on what you want. And then from there, uh, you know, you need to just abandon fear and just go all in and just press record. I mean, there's there's plenty of resources that are out there. Uh, not only myself, but you know, other YouTubers and people that specifically teach content creation. And then you know, you just strive to become a little bit better every with every video that you do. You know, there's always going to be um, just like when you're learning anything new, there's always going to be like that, that phase of struggling and trying to figure things out and you may not be your best on camera, but you know, the more consistent that you do it, um, you know, the better that you're going to be, um, you know, as far as the platforms go, you know, my philosophy is, is to be on all of them. You know, you want to be everywhere because the way you want to look at it is that you're planting trees, right? You know, every piece of content that you're putting out there is like, a seed and not everybody is going to see it, uh, especially if you just like dedicate one platform. Uh, so for me, it's like, dude, just spread it everywhere on every single platform and post as much as you can. Uh, because again, um, you know, people are going to see this or people kind of see it as an opportunity of, of getting to know you. And the more they see you, the more you're going to be on the top of their mind, um, especially when an opportunity comes up. Yeah, I love that. So every platform possible, right? You would definitely want to take advantage of that. Uh, I think that there's a new platform out right now. I think it's like what Threads is what it's called. Like, have yeah, you, yeah. Have you done anything with Threads yet? Yeah, yeah. I, I do that with myself and a couple of my clients. Um, I mean, it started out just on fire, right? I mean, you had like a record number of people signing up for it, but lately it's just been tanking. And I think it's just because it's it's just nothing really different from like uh or not Twitter, but it's called X now. So yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. It, it's it's just basically a copycat of that. So there's nothing really different. I think, and I think that's why a lot of people are, are starting to abandon ship. So it's still kind of early in the game. Um, but yeah, I mean, that type of content isn't really much a video. It's more just like written, written word. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, that it's, it's always easy to like, you know, you can look at a video and then kind of just transcribe that into written word, but yeah, threads is, is, it's, it's still in the early phases. So it's kind of hard to tell how it's going to turn out, but yeah, it's kind of like, have been flowing right now with yeah, people say, joining. I saw it on Instagram. I wasn't really quite sure what it was, but I saw a lot of people yeah. posting stuff, some stuff on there. But I guess it's yeah, pretty totally. the same thing as as X. So yeah. not much of a difference. I think yeah. kind of like like Clubhouse kind of went through the same thing, right? Like Clubhouse came in. A lot of people are kind of downloaded. Exactly. I think it's really just faded in the past mm -hmm. couple of months, at least from what I've seen anyway. Yeah, so yeah, just, totally. Yeah, just got to jump in front of it. Um, mm -hmm. So post as much as you can. So like, what's the optimal time for like someone to post on like YouTube, for instance, or TikTok, like every single day? Because obviously. I've heard it from like 20 times a day to like three times a day to like <laughs> a day. 
Like, and sometimes I feel like 20 times, like, like how is that manageable as a business owner? You know, like, how do you have that much time to post 20 times a day on TikTok? Yeah, so, yeah. What's good, your great, optimal, great. like, amount of time for each, each great. Person? Yeah, great question, man. So again, it's going to come down to your goals, right? So um, if you're looking to like become famous or become an influencer, you want to post as much as possible. So I would say like at least three times a day, right? Um, and then to be able to keep up with that demand, you know, a philosophy that we hold is that we always do like something called bulk shooting, meaning that we shoot multiple clips in one sitting. So if you want to dedicate three to four hours um, per shoot to do that, we'll do that. Um, and I think the, the most important thing is, is to be able to just pencil in into your calendar and be like, okay, hey, I'm going to block off four hours. I'm going to lock myself in my room. I'm going to pump out 20 pieces of content and, you know, I'm going to get it edited and get it scheduled out. So there's a lot of, um, uh, there's a lot of tools out there that just makes life a lot easier. Obviously, when you work with us, you know, that's kind of like our primary thing is that we save a lot of time uh, for the business owners because yeah. you're going to be spending 30, 40 hours a week to basically come up with the content, shoot it, edit it, and then post it. I mean, it's, it's another full-time job. So it just makes makes sense to have at least some, some type of team to fulfill a certain aspect of the creation process, yeah. uh, just so that you can just, you can just save hours and dedicate that into your business. Yeah. And also you want to be professional, right? And so the ROI is definitely there. If you hire like professional team to help you out with that, like you're going to see the results on the back end, whether it's views yeah. or you know, getting customers for your product at the end of the day. So there's a big difference exactly. between like your own products and posting that kind of stuff or actually hiring a team out there. Like you guys, for instance, just the quality is so much different and just so much better at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, totally. And, and like, you know, as far as um, touching on like your question about like the optimal time to post, I mean, I don't, I don't, I believe that there's not really like the best time. I mean, you just, you just post. Yeah. And I think, um the more consistent you are, you know, the algorithm is, is going to reward you for that and, and pump out your content to, you know, to, to the masses and, and things of that nature. But yeah. I think the important thing is just whether you post once a day or once every other day or three times a day, just staying consistent is key. And I, I understand that, you know, starting out, you have limited resources and limited time. So, um, you know, as long as you get something consistent, um, you know, you're going to be fine. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And so I kind of want to jump back into your personal story a little bit. And um, one of the things that you mentioned is that you were in a nine to five world for a long time, right? Before you jumped over and did Hudson Media. So what was the biggest challenge for you switching over to be like a full-time business owner? And like, was that a big learning curve for you? Was it hard to kind of overcome that kind of fear just jumping into that world? Or what was that like for you? Yeah, like, I mean, for for me, it was kind of, it, it was scary, you know, because, you know, I have a wife and, and uh, you know, a family and things like that. And Obviously, you don't. You're not going to have like a secure paycheck every couple of weeks anymore. Um, but you know, I was blessed to be able to have the business with my dad before because it was very similar in that you know we're self-employed. Uh, we basically ate what we killed, so I kind of had that experience and expectation starting out. Yeah. And you know, with Hudson Media, to be honest with you, will like I didn't expect it to 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 create so much momentum right away. Like my goal is like, okay, I'm, my goal is to get three clients this first year. But I mean, like we got three clients like within the first 30 days. It, it's crazy. Wow. Um, yeah. So, you know, I think, yeah, the the financial thing is is always a fear. But again, I'll, I'll harken back to like, when you have like your, your dream and your mission, 
like that's always going to outweigh any fears or doubts that you have just because you're you're willing to do whatever it takes um so yeah i mean for me you know leaving that nine to five um yeah it was scary it was in the back of my mind but at the same time i was super excited because i knew that this was something that businesses needed and i knew that i could capitalize on it yeah just gotta take that leap of faith right i mean that's all it is at the end of the day um, totally, man. I mean, once you quit, I mean, your back's against the wall, and it's really more like a mindset of now I have to make this other thing work, right? Yeah, so you yeah. Put yourself in that situation where you're going to do whatever it takes to kind of see the sunlight at the, uh, for the next day, and you just get customers coming in for your for your new company. So yeah, yeah, that's totally, man. That's Absolutely. all it is. Um, so you talk a lot about like like your mission and your dreams and your goals. So um, from what you've done so far with Hudson Media, obviously you've been pretty successful with the clients, and obviously generating social media content and video content, but what are some of the major goals you have that you want to get accomplished in the, the next couple of years for you personally or, or with your company? Yeah. I mean, the next, this next couple of years, we want to hit, you know, 50 K a month in revenue that that's kind of our, um, our goal right now. We're about halfway there um, being, you know, 15 to 18 months in business. So that's, that's the goal financially. Um, and then also uh, another goal is to to be able to dominate the the local market. That's kind of like our focus right now is kind of like local business. Um, so basically, we want to get to the point where you know when you hear content creation, like Hudson Media is like the top of mind. Like people are just like, oh, okay, yeah, th- those are the guys that you know we need to go to. So that's kind of like the mission. And then like long term, I would love to get to a point where you know um, I'm basically just focusing on probably like two to three brands, like solely exclusively, and then have it on automatic for, you know, the, the other, um, uh, I don't want to say s- like smaller brands, but you know, the people that are kind of like your personal brand. So it would be able to work with like three large companies or something like that. And then, and then the personal brands kind of have that on automatic. Yeah. Um, cause you know, at the end of the day, that's kind of like, the dream is is to have like a passive business because that's like a true definition of business. Right. Um, just because I'm at the point right now where I'm still kind of like working in it and and yeah. I don't want to be working in it forever. So I just want to get to the point where it's just like on automatic. Yeah, you're right. You got to have the exit strategy in place you know, at the end of the day. So uh, what what is your exit, exit strategy actually, if you don't mind talking about that? Like what's your plan? If there's like hire people to kind of replace you over time, just keep it going or what do you have in mind for that? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So basically the scale out. Um, so like a lot of my business right now, I'm working like on the filming side. So I'm basically going to the client filming it. So I would love to be able to hire that out full time. And then, you know, I'm, the editing is already taking care of itself. Before, I mean, like when I was first starting, I was doing everything, filming, editing, posting. Um, so I'm slowly like hiring out every aspect. So yeah, I want to get to the point where it's like a hundred percent, like hired out and I'm basically just taking care of the relationship uh, yeah. with, with the clients. That's awesome. And yeah. so kind of bouncing off of that, how do you know when the time is right to kind of bring someone new onto like your team? Cause I know a lot of business owners are like, man, I can just do everything myself. And when I do it myself, I know it's going to get done the right way. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to have that trust yeah. to kind of rely on someone else to position them in your company, kind of take over some responsibilities. So how yeah. has that been for you? And like, when do you know when someone's going to like be the right fit or, you know, it's time mm-hmm. to bring someone new into the company? Yeah, I think, uh, well, for me, like I could just speak on the editing side because I don't know about the other yeah. parts yet. But, uh, you know, the editing side, is, yeah, I got to the point where I was just kind of overwhelmed. And I was like, dude, I need to to get somebody because, you know, I'm getting so many requests. Um, yeah. You know, you can only edit so, so many videos in a day, right? Um, and so 
my philosophy or, or what I've learned is like, if you can find somebody that's at least 80% as good as you, or even better then bring them on board. And so I, you know, honestly, like one of my best editors that I have, he just reached out to me on email because he saw one of my YouTube videos. Um, and so he was like, Hey, I'll, I'll do a video for you for, for free. Let me know what you think. And you know, we'll, we could talk more. And then, so he sent it over and I was blown away by his edit. And I was like, Hey, you know what? Not only will, will you do my videos, but I'm going to bring you on board to do my client's videos. And so I brought him on and we've had, and I brought on a few more editors as well, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, they're, they're all great and they just, they saved me a crap load of time. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So you're saying you weren't looking at their college GPA or see if they had a 4.0 or what college they went to. No, no. I, I think that that's, yeah. I mean, obviously if, if, if he's like a nurse or like a lawyer or something right. like that, then yeah, I'm going to look at that. But for me, it's like, I want to see their grit. I want to see if they're motivated to become, you know, better than what they are. And, you know, those are kind of the, um, the, the two things I look at. Yeah. Hundred percent. I've heard that from other people too. Like the biggest thing is kind of like having that mindset already coming to place, like that growth mindset, the entrepreneur mindset. That's the biggest thing out there that you can yeah. just install into someone. Um, so before we run out of time, I just have a couple more questions for you. Uh, so the first one is: What has been your most impactful book that you've read so far in your journey mm. or career that you think the audience should know about? Ooh, ooh, ooh! I'm gonna. I have it here. Let me. Or actually, oh, this one. I'm actually this one. I'm reading now. Mad, the magic of thinking big. Okay. I highly, highly suggest this one. Um, you know, it's all about, you know, positivity, uh, positive thinking, um, because that's huge in, you know, uh, I don't know if you know who Bradley is, um, but yep. he's, he, he, yeah, he's my mentor. I, you know, I attend his, we have like a, a call every week and he always tells me that the biggest struggle that people deal with is their, is their belief in themselves meaning that they, they don't believe that they can, they can achieve certain things. Yeah. And yeah. And that was me. I mean, that was me. I was kind of like feeling guilty about, you know, getting accomplishments. I, you know, there's times where I felt like I didn't, I didn't have what it took to, to achieve. And, you know, he suggested this book and, you know, this book is just like, it, it was written, I think it was written like in the fifties or sixties, but dude, it's so relevant today because it's all about mindset and it's all about, um, just being able to, to pass those, those, uh, those barriers, those mental barriers that we face every day. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And it's so true yeah. because even when you're living your normal life, you're going to be around so much negativity or small minded people that aren't thinking big and that can just crush yeah. your dreams. Like all the goals you want to get done. But like you're talking, like you got to be like your own biggest believer. Like even, even when things are looking great in your business, even when it's kind of looking like it may not work out, like you still got to believe hundred percent. Like, you know what? Is it going to work out? Even though it's not looking good right now, you just got to have that belief at the end of the day. So Absolutely. I'll let you brought that up because that is literally the key to like success is right there. Oh yeah. Just it's huge. It. Yeah. Mental, mental is everything, man. And, and, you know, I don't know if you believe in God or not, but you know, for me, it's like God's number one, right. You know, believing yeah. in God that he'll, he'll provide and he'll be able to put you in the right direction. But the second thing is that you got to believe in yourself, dude. That's like the key. Cause if you don't believe in yourself, then what's the point? What's the point of even trying? So um, yeah, those elements are huge. So, so glad you brought that up. Um, and then finally, before we hop off, is there anything else you would like to say? And if people want to reach out to you and your company, how can they find you guys out there? Yeah. So you can reach out to, to me if you want to schedule a demo, free demo call. We basically, what we do is do like an audit of all your social media pages 
And then we just talk about, you know, strategy and what it takes to work with us. Um, and you can visit our website, um, www.thehudsonmediagroup.com. Um, and I'm pretty active on Instagram. So you can follow me there uh, at official Michael Hudson. Um, and also YouTube as well is the same, the same at. But yeah, I, I would say if you own a business, if you're kind of still on the, the fence of wanting to go all in on social media, do it now because the window of opportunity is still there. Um, I, I would say if I could put a number on it, still 50 to 60% of businesses are not consistently using social media. Yet. And, and I mean, this is something that's free. That all you have to do is post a video consistently, and I promise you, you will you will get opportunities to meet new people and create business uh, for your company. Yeah. That stat still blows my mind of how that many people yeah. still are using it's free advertising. Right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And and I think it's a combination of you know they don't have enough time, they're kind of fearful to be on camera, things like that. But hey, you know when you work with us or if you bring on the team, that's what we specialize in. We make it comfortable, we make it seamless. And uh, yet, you know, we make it a really good experience for you. That's it. All right, guys, there you have it. Michael Hudson, thank you so much for joining me today. No way that we go is a one-way street. Nothing that we love is a one-day key. And if we gon' do it, we gon' do this now. And if we say we